welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 15 of the Go For Two podcast. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my buddy Lucas here with me. Lucas, how you doing, pal? Fantastic. How, how are you? How are you, Jackson? I usually don't ask you, all right? Because I you usually don't, don't care. Because you don't care about but, my feelings. But, that's right. Um, no, I'm feeling good. We just drove to Houston today. So we drove there. We drove back, had a lunch meeting, went to Papa Do's. You ever been to Papa Do's? No, you, you you asked me that earlier on the podcast. I did I text you this know. earlier, but I'm I'm asking you again for the for the podcast. Anyway, no, you know so what? I went they, to They don't care. I went to Papados. Of course it's a seafood restaurant, so naturally I got chicken fingers. Yeah, Jackson and his brother are strange people. They uh they only eat chicken and cheeseburgers. We're gonna get into some uh questions from <laughs> from Casey. Casey is always shout out to Casey Crawford. The man, the myth, the legend, always leaving comments and questions in the YouTube comments down below. Be sure to do that, guys. If you want your question or comment featured on the podcast, we'll do them all. Uh, first one, first one. He says, A++++++. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he's like, dang, that is about the Redskins. Well, guys, what I want to say is bleep the Redskins. <laughs> bravo, bravo, like always. Love listening to y'all while I am grooming dogs. Thank you, Casey. But he has two questions, Lucas. Okay, Ooh. one specifically, one specifically to you, mm-hmm. right? And then another one kind of for both of us. Okay, right? we'll start with the start with the one to me. Okay, so he says, so question to Lucas, aka the man. I appreciate do it. You, do you like bass fishing, and would you do fishing fancy? He says, "Lol, I've already asked Jackson. Jackson, he was like, heck no. So Lucas, are you a bass fishing fan? So I I do like fishing. Fishing's awesome. Um. Actually, at my house, we live on 50 acres. We have two ponds with, like, bass and crappie and bluegill. Good time. But uh, I actually don't get to go and fish on the river a lot. I've only been, like, three or four times in my life. Yeah. So I, I have to say I don't know enough to be on, you said fishing fancy? Fishing fancy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it bad? I don't know what that is. I guess I'm it's a, like I'm some assuming, kind of like... I'm assuming it's his own show. You're a terrible friend, Jackson Jesus. Um, no, he's got his own show, Bank Fishing, premiering actually this week. You guys should go give it a watch on Facebook. Um, oh, I thought Fishing anyway, Fancy was the name of the show. Anyways, anyways, look, look. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know enough, so I, I wouldn't be able to be on there because I'd be a terrible guest. Next question for both of us. Next question for both of us. He says, okay, guys, I got a football question. Do you guys collect football cards? I do when I can, Ooh. and it's bomb, bros. Lucas, I have a Titans binder with Titans cards, bro. LOL. Yo, so so when I was in uh, when I was in middle school and intermediate school, I loved football cards for forever. Like I had like my Vince Young card, I had a Steve McNair yeah. Pro Bowl card, I had an Eddie George card. So like I had some cool stuff. My favorite, um, I had a bus card, Jerome Bettis. Oh yes, the bus. And then my Big Steve boy. McNair Pro Bowl card were my favorite ones, but um. I have no idea where they're at now. I don't know if that if yeah. that is like worth any money or what's going on. But uh, I got out of it because my parents didn't want to spend money to buy me football cards. And like yeah. I just haven't got into it now because used to like every time I went to Walmart, you know, you go to check out and you're like, bam, you see all the they got the Yu-Gi-Oh cards and the football cards over there, and I right. was always eyeballing it. But now I go into Walmart and I'm like, oh, I just I'm, I just want to get out of here. So <laughs> get your pizza rolls and get out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I you know I collected football cards for a little bit. I got I got a lot of different Cowboys cars, some kind of Cowboys Legends ones, different ones. Kind of like you, I think we put them in storage sometime somewhere, and I don't know where they are. Um, but yeah, football cards were a not a huge part of my childhood. Pokemon was Pokemon was the stuff was it man. 
that 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 was the childhood. Okay, I played all the games, no. had all the cards. No, no, right. Yu-Gi-Oh and of course, I it. I lost it. Yu Gi Oh was the card game when I was a little girl. But I feel you. Um, but for football cards, like I would like. I think I've thought about like getting into it more, but I just don't have the money now. So like when I get out of college and get a job and stuff, and actually like mm-hmm. have the money to go do that, that'd be awesome. But right now, I'm living on my father's money and the little bit that i make in the summer which pays for my tuition so quite nice quite nice what's our first topic mr lucas uh you know jackson you know i I tell you you have anger issues sometimes you're pretty quick sometimes (laughs) on the trigger um miles garrett is too all right he really is man oh my gosh miles garrett um me and lucas watched that go down live of course we weren't there at the at the game but we were watching it together thursday nights we, we have a little football watch party and we're taking notes for the podcast the next week and we're watching and lucas is like dude do you see the brawl that is ensuing what is going down and we went through and we watched it we watched the replay and we were like man i i told him i said lucas your, his season's over he's like you think and i was like yes absolutely his season's over but um so yeah let's talk let's talk about miles garrett um Here's the thing that I have when it, when it comes down to him. There's eight seconds left in the ball game. I don't see what's necessary about smashing somebody's head in with their own helmet. So pretty much what happened in the breakdown of the play, if you go back and watch the replay, uh, Rudolph dropped back to pass. The pass was ultimately incomplete. But after the pass, or during it, I should say, Miles Garrett goes to tackle him. He follows through and brings him down and lands on top of him. Mason Rudolph, of course, does not like this um, and starts trying. It looked like he, I don't know if he got like his hand stuck in the helmet. He or tried if to he pull was, it off. He, yeah, it, but he was trying to pull it off regardless. He was like wrenching and grabbing and, and, and thrusting at the helmet, kind of hitting him under, while he was underneath. He's trying to get out from underneath Miles Garrett and as that's happening, Miles Garrett, of course, he's he's bigger and stronger and, you know, quite the guy. So he he gets up and the linemen are coming over to Rudolph's aid and they're trying to push Miles Garrett off. But Miles Garrett reaches down, grabs Mason Rudolph's helmet and starts pulling and yanking on his head. Then he eventually rips it off. The two li- the two Pittsburgh linemen are able to push Garrett back. Right, and so Miles Garrett is kind of standing there, backing backing up with the with his helmet in his hand, and there's and him and Rudolph are talking and exchanging words. I imagine they weren't pleasant. Rudolph then charges and runs. I don't really want to say charge, but he runs at the runs at Garrett and starts yelling at him and calling him all sorts of names. Anyway, so then Garrett then takes his help takes Rudolph's own helmet and smashes Rudolph right over the head. And it looked like he caught him kind of at the bottom part of the helmet on the side. That There's not that much cushioning there on the side of the helmet. It's more towards the top is where you have the most protection, obviously, because in case you don't want somebody to get hit on the top of the head, that's for CTE protection. But And it was actually quite lucky he didn't hit him with the top of his head because if he had, I think that would have caused far more damage. Immediately after that, a big brawl ensues. There's punching, there's kicking, there's fighting, screaming, refs all over the field flags flying everywhere ultimately he gets ejected and i believe the center uh pouncey got ejected as well um for fighting on the field and again all this is with eight seconds left 
I don't understand why this had to be a big thing. Um, Lucas, what, what what was your reaction before we get into the suspensions because those came out? Right. What was your reaction to, to watching that unfold? So first off, I don't think everyone everyone saying Mason Rudolph started it. Yes, he did. He started it, but going past just a football play. But Miles Garrett right. definitely. There's eight seconds left, and you're you're kind of hitting the guy late. You've got numerous yeah. rough in the passer calls throughout the year already. You're mm-hmm. you're kind of hitting it like there's no need to hit this guy and to like wrap him up and take him down the way you did whatever. Um, but a lot of people are are saying that Rudolph like Max Kellerman's like Rudolph charged him and that's why I got hit in the head with the helmet. He had there was enough time for him to think. I've got this helmet in my hand, and I'm going to take it, and I'm going to smack him across the head with it, you know? Yeah. Like, like, I'm not saying he planned to hit the dude in the head, but when, well, like, there was enough time, like, the guy came over, he was like, yeah, I'm just going to hit him in the head with this. Like, like, there was time to stop it, right? Yeah. And so, I just don't, I don't like, part of me doesn't like how it's getting blown out of proportion, because the result is that nothing happened. He's fine, right? Rudolph's fine. Right. Um, but, but the problem is like what could have happened, right? That's, exactly. That's the that, big that's problem. What I was about to if say. he hits him, if he hits him with the harder part of the helmet, yeah, and the then of it. connects with the temple, or hits him across the eye or something, like cuts this, like yeah. When you start getting into problems like that, like there's people talking about, like you know, if he hits him right in the head, he could have a seizure on the field. You could right. kill him. You could cause permanent damage, like on live television, on national a, television. Exactly. And if he would have, if he would have dropped the helmet and punched the dude in the face, I would have felt way better. But because he used the helmet as a weapon, it's right. it just it's a way worse look, right? Exactly. For a player in Miles Garrett, who everyone says is a great guy, he comes from Alabama. You know, he's taught well, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. Part of me. Part of me wants to, wants, like I said, wants to just be like, well, you know, the rest of the season is a bit much. Because the rules, in the rule book, it says the use of the helmet as a weapon is a 15-yard penalty and you get thrown out of the game. That's it. Right. But, like like many other people have said, in a league where we are striving to protect quarterbacks, quarterbacks specifically in the head, you can't take their own helmet and hit them in the head with it. Like, I seen a video, yeah. someone took a helmet, like some college kids took a helmet and smacked it into a wooden chair and the chair broke, right? Yeah, like, it's, like yeah, it, it's, it can, a, it's yeah. a hard helmet. Yeah, imagine basically hitting someone in the head with a bat. Pretty much. So, um, yeah. It's super crazy. I'm glad nothing bad came out of it, like physically Same. to Rudolph or to anyone else. Um, so then you get into the altercation of the other players. The I'm trying to think of who it was. One of the Pittsburgh linemen just kind of like, after that, got Garrett down on the ground, right? And yeah. just got on top of him and kept him down. But then Pouncey was like kicking him and stuff. I get you're trying to protect your guy. You're a hero in the locker room after that. But that was kind of uncalled for because mm-hmm. you just got suspended for three games and your team's trying to make the playoffs. Like you're trying to make the wild card spot right now. Yeah, he 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 he, he went into full defense of the quarterback mode like, yeah, but he like, took it. Just, yeah, he took right, it a little far exactly. too, which is why he got three games, right? Yeah. Um, 
And then after that, you see like Ogan Joby comes up behind Mason Rudolph and pushes cheap him down. Cheap shot, man. Yeah, yeah cheap shot, completely cheap uncalled shot. for. And like that makes me mad. <laughs> yeah, but oh, one, yeah, yeah. Make everybody, it made everybody yeah, mad. So, so he got a one game suspension. That's fine, whatever. Um, obviously, we all know what Garrett is. Garrett's suspended for the rest of the year and the playoffs, and then potentially could be more of next year. Um, once they decide, uh, like Jack said here earlier, his appeal is Wednesday. Yeah, his appeal's tomorrow. So we're recording this Tuesday. So as you guys listening to this Thursday, his appeal was yesterday. So we don't know the outcome of that yet, but um, we'll see. He did say, um, there are sources saying that Miles Garrett is appealing in person to appeal that. Um, and I guess wants to show his remorse rather than just sending a letter or sending a lawyer. He's going by him. He's, he's going himself as well. Um, so I have this, I have the statement from the NFL regarding those suspensions. Well, here, real, um, real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. You go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. Cause yeah, mine's yeah. more in depth. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, this is the full on statement that the NFL released on. Uh, they released this Friday morning of last week and they say the Pittsburgh Steelers and Cleveland Brown organizations have each been fined $250,000 and three players, Cleveland's miles Garrett and Larry Ogunjobi and Pittsburgh's Marquise Pouncey have been suspended without pay for their actions in Tuesday night and Thursday night's game. Garrett has been suspended without pay indefinitely at a minimum for the remainder of the regular season and postseason and must meet with the commissioner's office prior to a decision on his reinstatement. He was also fined an additional amount. Garrett violated unnecessary roughness and unsportsmanlike conduct rules, as well as fighting the removing of a helmet of an opponent and using the helmet as a weapon. Pouncey has been suspended without pay for three games and finds an additional amount for fighting, including punching and kicking an opponent. Ogunjobi has, has been suspended without pay for one game and finds an additional amount for unnecessary roughness, specifically for shoving an opposing, opposing player to the ground during an altercation. Additional discipline for other players will be forthcoming through the standard accountability process, including those players that left the bench to enter the fight area. We'll talk about that here in a second. Under the collective bargaining agreement, the suspensions may be appealed within three business days. Appeals are heard and decided by either Derek Brooks or James Thrash. The officers jointly appointed and compensated by the NFL and NFL Players Association to decide appeals of on-field player discipline. So that's the official statement from the NFL <clears throat> regarding last Thursday night's actions and altercations. Um, talking on Miles Garrett for a second suspended indefinitely that means he is not getting back on the field until the commissioner says so um that could be for an undetermined amount of time that will be decided um i imagine well the appeal will be decided yesterday as you guys listen to this but um ultimately it's going to come down to the commissioner's decision and um at a minimum for the rest of this year um it's ab absolutely insane what he was doing and uh, I don't want to come off as saying that Rudolph was like some kind of a saint or that Rudolph was um, guilt-free in any of this yeah. either. He started the right? fight. He started it. But at the end of the day, what Miles Garrett did was absolutely inexcusable. There's no room for that in professional sports, period. And it looks bad on the NFL. It looks bad on him. It looks bad on the organization. It really looks bad on Freddie Kitchens and that coaching staff because – what was the conversation, what could have been with eight seconds left in the game of Cleveland playing a physical football game and showing up and winning 
has now been eradicated and filled even this through this entire week, the, the week after this altercation has been taught. All the talk is the Browns are undisciplined. They um, just do whatever they want. Um, their coaching staff doesn't have control. Uh, is Miles Garrett a dirty player, et cetera, et cetera. You go from having good talks about a win to this. And right. Absolutely inexcusable. You, you just can't. You can't do that, man. You just absolutely um, cannot do that. So I got uh, Miles Garrett. I have his statement from the next day after the game. Okay. So he said, uh, "Last night I made a terrible mistake. I lost my cool, and what I did was selfish and unacceptable. I know that you, I know that we are all responsible for our actions, and I can only prove my true character through my actions moving forward. I want to apologize to Mason Rudolph, my teammates, our entire organization, our fans, and to the NFL." I know I have to be accountable for what happened, learn from my mistake, and I fully intend to do so. And I don't believe that Miles Garrett is a bad guy. Like I said, everything you've heard is that right. uh, everything that you've heard from other people that know him is that he is a great guy. We know he comes from Alabama. We know that's very well established. Like Players mm-hmm. come out of there just about as pro-ready as you can possibly come out from a school. Sure. And so what bothers me, you brought well, up— I think Miles Garrett was from A&M, but— was he really? Have I just been yeah. saying this this whole time and I'm just stupid? He, he might have been born in Alabama. I'm not sure where he was born, but I know he came out of A&M. Yo, guys, we don't ha- I, I can't re-record this, so y'all just go ahead and assume that um, I, like, am tired That's or something. Good, I need a good excuse. I'm <laughs> tired. Um. Anyways, he comes from a good school either way. He does come from a good school, and it's people that know him say that he's a big old teddy bear, right? So, but he he lost his cool, right? But like this is you you said something about uh, the coaches and stuff, like how it reflects on the staff and the management and stuff of the Browns. My problem is that the GM has done a really good job of bringing the players in that he's brought in. Sure, Odell Landry, and then you got Baker there, like all these people, and they're all high profile people, also though. Mm-hmm. And so, you've brought these other guys in, but you also lost some vets like Joe Thomas. Yeah. All right. You lost leaders in that locker room. And so I think this is what happens: you bring in all these crazy high-profile players, and mm-hmm. then your freshly drafted guys like Miles Garrett and Baker Mayfield just kind of they don't they don't get checked by those veteran pros as much. Right. They don't have a, a Joe Thomas or a Jason Witten in the locker room or a Ray right. Lewis. And so I think yeah. I think how Miles Garrett responded and how Ogan Joby responded is a reflection of the team. It's a reflection of the coach. I agree. And the locker room. And it's just not. It, it's definitely a, a terrible look for the team itself, for all for all the players involved. Obviously, um, it looked bad that afterwards all the players like Baker and all them were just tearing into Garrett um, in the press conference. Like it, it's just is bad. But what, what What's really caught me off guard is how other pro players or previously pro players have acted about it. Like, you hear about people just going crazy over it. Like, Booger McFarlane yeah. and stuff like that. And I think the reason is because, like, the NFL is... It's such an exclusive club, right? Oh, uh, yeah, very exclusive. So anyone... And it's a hard road to get to. So, like, anyone that has made it, you have respect for every other player on that field. Even if you... You know, if you're on the Patriots and you're playing the Jets, like, yeah. obviously, they don't like each other. They're 
in the same division and everything, and the Patriots recently have always been destroying the Jets. And so Mm -hmm. they're not going to like each other. But at the end of the day, I think if they had to have each other's back, they at least have that mutual respect of they're NFL players. We know how to act. This is what we do. Right, and there's so, some sense of professionalism. Yeah. Right, and so the, the NFL is a brotherhood because all of you guys have come up from nothing and become what you are today. And right. he kind of he kind of went back on that. You know, like he he didn't respect that. Right, he being Miles Garrett, right? Right, Miles Garrett. And sure. so, like, Logan Ryan, even, the cornerback with the Titans, said that uh, – that he was like selfish and I've heard some other pro players refer to it as assault and there's yeah. talks of um people are wanting him to press char- criminal charges they were wanting Rudolph to press charges on Garrett and so yeah. it is it is it was wild it's a terribly he made a terribly bad decision and it was a terribly bad situation and there's no excuse for it period end of discussion at all and he absolutely deserves to be suspended the rest of the season me and Lucas were talking previously about it this week we think it's possible that he is suspended for another 10 games next season. We were thinking a full year suspension might be in order. I don't know. Um, we'll have to see what the commissioner's decision is. But you know what this reminds me of? And Cowboy fans, you guys uh, might sympathize with this. Uh, I think it was 2008, 2009. Uh, the Cowboys were in Tennessee playing the Titans. And they had a, the Titans had a certain defensive tackle by the name of Albert Hainsworth. And Albert Hainsworth was, was, this was just fresh after a play. Um, One of our our center, Andre Gerard, was on the field, but he was laying down on the field. I don't know if he was hurt. I can't quite remember. But Albert Hainsworth took his cleat at the end of the play because Gerard's helmet was off. He took his cleat and stomped on his face, on Gerard's face. And this reminds me of something like that, just completely unnecessary, physically damaging, uh, could could be in some cases life threatening. Um, I got six like games for that. Yeah, six games for that. And part of this suspension is a deterrence. The NFL is going to say if you do something like this, this is what's going to happen. At a minimum, you're losing the rest. You're losing the rest of the regular season and the postseason. You're suspended indefinitely. So technically, right now you're out of the league, and we have to reinstate you. And, and we can only reinstate you when we are completely confident that you will not do something like this again, something this egregious again. So, um, yeah, and, and, you know, from what I hear, Miles Garrett's a nice guy, and that's great, that's fine, but you, you can't lose your cool, especially that bad. If it had been a situation to where he has a helmet, he drops it, shoves it one more time, leaves, okay, whatever, one to two games, you can't be doing that, we move on but he swung the helmet and hit him in the head. If he had hit him with the crown, like Lucas on the temple, at the top of the head, at, there's too many different variables as to what's, what could happen after that. So um, absolutely no room for that in the NFL. Um, it did come out earlier today that Rudolph will be fined. So I okay. think he should have got a suspension. He should have got a game. Yeah, so, so, something definitely uh, should have happened. Because he, he completely was not in the clear. No, um, you know he's trying to wrench his helmet off and, and push him off, and yeah, know. he should have got a game. Yeah, there's for real. Anyway, what's um, our next topic, Mister? No, 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 no. You no, got no, something no, else on no. Miles Garrett? I did look it up, and he is from Texas A&M. <laughs> yeah, he is from A&M. I told you. <laughs> I am 
Ugh, I'm very upset about that. I thought you meant like he was born in Alabama. That's what I was thinking. No, so like I 1,000% okay. thought he was from Alabama. I am so sorry to everyone. It's all good, dude. Um, Happens to the best of us. So we're just... There's all kinds of... It, it was... You know, the Titans were on by, the, by week this week, and I'm expecting mm -hmm. it to be boring. And I was very bored because I didn't have anything to look forward to until Thursday night, and then the Miles Garrett thing happened. So then Friday I had a little bit to listen to, right? Yeah. And then Saturday comes along, and the Kaepernick thing's going on, and there's plenty of stuff going on with the Kaepernick, right? Oh uh, right? yes. So this Talk is this is our drama alert episode. All right. So <laughs> so I just, I've of course I've got like half a page of stupid stuff written down about Kaepernick and everything that nee, doesn't really matter. But give us the basic, give us the basics okay. of what it is, and then I'll go into all my opinions of this guy and me and sure. all these other people. Sure. So on Tuesday of last week. The media and Colin Kaepernick were informed that the NFL was putting together a private workout for Colin Kaepernick to be held on Saturday. This happened, of course, last Saturday. Um, it was to be held at the Atlanta Falcons facility. There was to be no – they were going to film it and dispense that film and that tape to all 32 teams. Any team is invited to attend. All teams were invited. Um, 25 decided that they were going to show up to the workout. Um, Colin Kaepernick was uh, – the Atlanta Falcons were going to provide receivers. Um, and I believe some of the NF some NFL – other players from the NFL were going to work out as receivers as well. Um, there was a waiver, and we'll get into this here in just a little bit too, that – Colin Kaepernick had to sign from what we are hearing from Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman and people on first take was that this waiver was not typical of uh, normal waivers that average free agents sign for the NFL. This waiver had specifically now we have a copy of, or a one paragraph difference that we have in Lucas Arita for you here in a little while. So there was a little bit of a difference in that waiver. I'm not sure exactly to what end. Um, so it was scheduled for a Saturday. Colin Kaepernick had some issues with this. Number one, that it was short notice. Um, and that number two, he wanted this workout to be held on a Tuesday. Reason being, because most teams and coaches and players are getting ready for games the next Sunday. And would not be able to attend this workout. They would just send a team representative, a team scout, somebody like that. But coaches themselves wouldn't be able to be present. So he was upset with that. And then he was also upset because he wanted to bring in his own receivers and didn't trust any receivers that the NFL would be providing. So there is clear, and, and, and we've known this for the past three years, there's been clear distrust between the NFL and between Colin Kaepernick on both sides for legitimate reasons and some unlegitimate reasons. Um, it was an hour and a half. I believe that's correct. If I think, I think that's correct, Lucas, an hour and a half before the scheduled workout took place on Saturday, Colin Kaepernick informed the NFL that he was moving the workout to a, to 51 miles away to a local Atlanta high school. He will be bringing his own receivers. He was going to stream it on YouTube live. 
and any and all teams are welcome to attend, but he would not be attending the private workout held by the NFL. I believe seven teams showed up to that workout and saw him. They said from the workout, their notes were he has uh, elite arm talent. Eight teams. Eight teams, excuse me. Elite arm talent. Um, his deep balls were not as pretty as they thought, but that and one NFL executive said that he looked like he was back on the field from the same time in 2017, the last time he was on. Um, so those were some of the things that the NFL rep, uh, team representative said of Colin Kaepernick's workout. Um, he then made a statement afterwards to the media and to the press saying he is ready. He invites all 32 teams to stop running. He invites all the owners to give him a call. And the ball is now in, quote unquote, the owner's court. And they're ready to go. Um, I believe that is all of the facts pertaining to this situation. Lucas, do you, do you have any thoughts about this Colin Kaepernick workout situation? So, so yeah, so, so 25 teams showed up, right? So you got 25 yeah. of the 32 teams. The NFL has promised to give you a copy of the footage that they're going to give to all the teams, and then they're going to send the footage to all the teams. So, yeah. Um, initially, before this stuff about the liability waiver came out, Monday, uh, according to Ian Rappaport and many other people, the main issue was that Kaepernick moved it because he wanted to record it himself, right? He wanted his team to record it. Yeah, he didn't trust the NFL videographers. So, and that's come out that there's also this liability waiver thing, and so I want to address, like, each thing. So there's four, there's okay. four main problems that Kaepernick has had with this. Uh, the okay. workout was on Saturday instead of Tuesday, and then they only gave him 40, 48 hours to uh, respond. To respond. Mm -hmm. um, so the whole, like, it being on Tuesday or Sunday in the middle of the season, I don't think it matters that much, right? Like, Tuesday or Saturday, yeah. Like, I, I don't think it's that big of a difference. Tuesday, teams are getting ready for the next week. Coaches are going to be busy. Saturday is the same thing, except, you know, he said something about execs, like GMs and stuff weren't going to be able to come. Because they're going to go to the game. I'm not sure if GMs would have came anyways. Um, right, and we, and we won't know. Right. But you had it on a Saturday, and 25 teams showed up. That's that's a pretty big that's a pretty big outcome, right? Yeah, so like, I would think so. Um, And then the 48 hours thing, well, they're telling you this, and this is Tuesday, and they're wanting word by Thursday so that they can get it set up for Saturday. I think 48 yeah. hours is a reasonable deadline for the NFL to get everything together that they have to. I mean, you're sure. you're going to an NFL stadium. They're all NFL staff. Everyone's yeah. going to be there. They've arranged for a workout coach and everything for you. Like they're they're sitting there. You just have to show up. Yeah, you just you have to show, show up, up and show up and ball out. And according to Stephen A, I hate to cut you off again, Lucas, but you're good. according to Stephen A, he said on the next day on first take when this came out, he said, according to his sources. Kaepernick had to throw the ball into the stands and have a horrifically awful performance not to have a job inside of two weeks on a NFL team. Right. And that's so, how we had to just yeah. basically work out. Yeah. Dude, dude just had to show up. Um, and of course him and Max Kellerman debated about that. And Max was like, well, I think your source that told you that was just wrong. 
or didn't know right. what he was saying, whatever, you know. It sure. And it's and it's whatever. Okay. Uh his second big problem was lack of clarity on the receivers. By Thursday or Friday, I believe it was Thursday, um mm-hmm. the NFL did agree to let him bring his own wide receivers. Okay. Okay. So he's gonna have his wide receivers there. But that was a big problem to him was that he didn't know who he was throwing to, but he fixed it, right? He got it yeah. he got it fixed. Alright, so that problem's gone. Um Number two, all footage of the work or number three, excuse me, uh, all footage of the workout was controlled by the NFL. Okay, you and your team were going to get a copy of the footage. Yeah. The footage was then going to be sent to all the all the teams in the NFL. If you were sent the same copy as them, then you're going to see if they did a good or bad job. Now, okay, so they could send you a good copy and then send the rest of the NFL bad copies, and then everyone else there thinks you're bad. There's 25 scouts there that seen it personally. So it does not matter what the footage shows because they were there to see it. On right. top of that, if you really have a huge problem with that, you can turn around and just record your own workout. It's not hard for you and some your wide receivers but wasn't that a problem that he couldn't he couldn't bring in film that he couldn't bring in cameras they weren't going to let him film they, the NFL wanted to film it all right but he wants he wants the people in the public to see it and stuff um he wanted to like stream it right he he went and did it on YouTube live right yeah yeah he did well, any anyone yeah. anyone can make a YouTube account and stream something on there right yes so I mean, I don't see a problem with him going and throwing some passes to some guys on YouTube. Yeah, so, so you're talking about doing a workout, a, a workout post, like a post workout. Yeah. Not 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 stream the workout that they had at the NFL. Uh, right, 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 right. Not but that. But do a, sep- a do a separate thing on his own dime, and then to show the public that his right. workout. Okay. Right, okay, and then, and then show the public because then if he really was good and everyone's seeing it, the NFL is going to get some noise from that. They're going to feel pressure from it. I feel um, you. I feel the you. NFL might not like that, but the NFL doesn't like anything he's doing because. I'll I'll get into that later, but he's just antagonizing everyone in the NFL pretty much. Um, and the last thing that his big problem was, um, if he signed the waiver, he couldn't sue the NFL for you know certain reasons. If he didn't stuff. get picked up by any team, right? Right. So, well, it was it was at the time it Monday. It said that like when when first take had those four things up, it was that like he wouldn't be able to sue them. And there was some gray area or something, right? Okay. Here is the paragraph. This is the, the added paragraph. Stephen A. Smith had the version that Kaepernick was sent, and then he had the usual version. He had the exact version, actually, from 2011 that Kaepernick signed. All right? Okay. So the one difference is that at the end of, like, the ninth paragraph, it, it just says um, they changed the... Instead of just saying the NFL, it says, like, the NFL, all 32 teams, and, like, its associates, and all subsidiaries, blah, 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 whatever, right? They added specific language, yeah. yeah. They, okay, so that's not a big deal. The problem is this one paragraph. Um, the part that was added says, I acknowledge that neither this agreement nor my participation at the camp creates an employment relationship or otherwise constitutes a promise of current or future employment with the NFL, their teams, or any of their subsidiaries. So, okay. All that that is given that's given the NFL protection in saying that you can't sue us if you don't get on a team. Yeah, basically what it what it boils down right. to is this this does not constitute for current or future employment. Right. This is a private workout for you. Right. And so 
to most of us that would seem regular, but he, his lawyer even said that it was malpractice for him to sign that because of that. Um, and so they just wouldn't agree to it because of that. Okay. Right. I have, I, that was Cap's four problems. I then went to list and I, I said, my nine problems. All right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so I'll try to go through these real quick. Number one, Kaepernick told the NFL at 2.30, right? We've been through that. He told him at 2.30, and it was 51 miles away. Like, obviously, all these teams aren't going to be he making He told them there. way too late. Yeah, and, he told them way and, too late. And, and, and in telling them too late, and I heard this on First Take as well, and they made an excellent point, that if, you have a, if you're having a workout at a school, and it's 51 miles away, to have a workout at a, at a high school, you can't just walk in and have a workout at a high school. Superintendent, right. principal, someone in the administration has to approve it. That means that it was planned. You had people showing up wearing certain types of apparel. You had a videographers there. This was this was not put together in an hour and a half when he no. told the NFL he um, was change. According plan. to Cap's team, nine o'clock or Friday night. Sorry, not nine o'clock. I don't know where that came from. Friday night they started developing a new plan. Okay. So Friday night they were like, "This is what we're going to do." They started putting pieces in order and everything, and you can't tell me that it took until two thirty the next day. To, to get everything to make sure organized. that it was actually going to happen yeah. right um because they had they you know like Stephen A. Smith was saying there was people with shirts that like Cap had given out to make sure they were wearing them and stuff like that right it's to all, all kinds of stuff um next up on Tuesday he agreed not to have the media there so on Tuesday when Kaepernick agreed right oh mm-hmm. he he had 48 hours he was under so much pressure whatever in two days you can make a decision to do it and if you want the media there or not. Because his big problem now is like, we wanted media transparency, that's why we came out here. Um, But you said like, you didn't really say anything to the media, and then you left, right? But Right, he he made a statement at the end, and he streamed it, and then he said, I'm going to let my workout speak for itself, and then left. Right, which, whatever. So the media thing's not even a big deal. Number three, on Thursday, the NFL agreed to let him have his wide receivers. I said that already, so he can't complain about the wide receiver problem. Um, number four, if all the scouts are there, why does the footage matter so much? Number five, key team, um, Caps team developed a new plan Friday night. I said that earlier. Uh, yeah. Six, the NFL was just protecting itself. Um, like there was also other protections in there that said if he got hurt or he couldn't sue him for workman comp and stuff like Basic that. Basic stuff. Yeah, they had a problem with that. Um, the XGM of the Titans even said that the basic form was something that everyone has to sign. Any player that comes in to do a workout, it does not matter. It's not a special thing. Yeah, because if Cap. you do a workout and you tear your ACL, they can't be held liable. That's right. standard stuff. Right. So if Cap is worried about being able to sue the NFL so much, my next problem is the collusion lawsuit's been settled. They have been through that, right? Right. Yeah. So so why why is he worried about that so much? If he is so worried about getting on the football field... Why is he so worried about having the right to sue them if he wants to, right? Because this is like, like Max Kellerman on first take was like, um, signing that waiver would have taken away his rights. Like acting acting like this dude's not going to have freedom of speech anymore or something like that, you know? Um, and so I don't, I don't like the word, I don't like the words he used. I don't like how he phrased that by saying it was taking away his rights. Like the NFL is just protecting itself okay. from being sued, right? Okay. Um. The NFL even agreed later in the week, they agreed to let him shoot a Nike commercial there. All right? So, like, yeah. they've already told oh, him. Wow. But but then didn't they come out and say that Nike came out and said 
that's just propaganda. That's not true. Nike contacted the NFL and said that they wanted the NFL to retract that statement, and the NFL said okay. no. Okay. And so then Nike went out and said it was just propaganda. Okay, I just want to get that cleared yeah. up because I, I had heard both sides of the story. Okay. Right. Well, that's, you know, which one do you believe? Do you believe NFL or Nike? Whatever. Same thing with all this other stuff. Do you believe what the NFL is saying? Do you believe the Caps team? Like, it's all just stuff, right? Right. Um. He so the NFL, yeah. So the NFL, in theory, you know, says that they allowed, they were going to let them shoot the Nike commercial. And I think Caps team said, also agreed to that. I'm not 100% sure on that. I believe that's what I heard, though. Yeah. And so the NFL's told them this is a private workout. It's just going to be our teams and stuff. But they agreed to let him bring Nike, and they also agreed to let Cap bring his own team. His own team could come in and watch how it was being recorded, right? Right. So they can see and they can observe. Okay. Right. Cool. And then my last problem is just like Cap's actions and mannerisms just is it's not not the look of someone looking for a job. It's the look of someone coming in to make noise, right? Right. He's okay. got his King Kunta shirt on. That's fine and everything, but the big problem surrounding you and the reason you're not in the NFL anymore, in my eyes, is all the drama that comes with it. Um, and so teams see that, and they want to know that you're going to act more professional now, and that... And he he called out all the NFL execs and everything. And he was like, I want Roger Goodell and the rest of the 32 teams to stop running away. And so every right. time he gets a chance, he's taking shots at the NFL. And I get that it's not a good relationship, but you're asking for a job from these people. Right. So so to a certain degree, you have to kind of... You need just act professional. Sure, sure. That's it. Sure. Just act professional. Um, getting into... So, so, okay. All right. I'm with the list. I'm with the list. And, and for the most part, it all sounds like reasonable stuff, right? Like standard things that they would ask, um, to agree to. I want to preface what I'm about to say with this point. Kaepernick, and and, 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 again, I'm with Kaepernick in the, in the set, in the, um, from his stance of he had been unright. Oh, 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 I, um, okay. Yeah, like yeah. from, look, we're, right. we're not talking about, we're not talking about I know we're not talking about that. Yeah. I just want to just preface that. that right, I, that's I, what I was going to say. And with Kaepernick's basic premise that he had been unjustifiably blacklisted right. from NFL teams, which is why the NFL, I don't, I don't know again why they're doing it now. That's a, I don't have an answer to that question of all of a sudden, why did they pick this random Saturday to do a workout? I don't know the answer. I don't know if we're ever going to know that answer. But this is why the NFL provided cap with this workout because it as Stephen a says it provides the shield to all 32 teams if a, if a random team let's say the dallas cowboys brought in kaepernick for a private workout and they don't sign him then they could be accused of x y and z or if they do sign him then they take on certain criticisms from other fans because of kaepernick doing x y and z right and they didn't want to have to deal with that. So that way all third. So representatives can show up and just see what, what Kaepernick's doing because it's an NFL held private workout. It provides a layer of cover for all the teams that are potentially interested. That's great. So I want to say Kaepernick blew any and all shot that he had of getting back in the NFL and, and enriching his point for social justice by getting back into the NFL by skipping that workout. I think that's a huge mistake. I think he should have yeah. showed up. I think to, and like you said, to some degree, if you were asking for a job from somebody, 
you have to be willing to bend a little bit to what they want. And I'm not saying bend completely, <clears throat> excuse me, bend completely, but I'm saying because he got things that he wanted throughout the, the process of making that deal, right? Right. So I just want to say that with from what I'm about to say. Right. Um, so real quick, while you're taking a drink, I want to say that, yeah. like, just for everyone that's listening, not not for me and you, Jack, because me and you know what's going on, but anyone that's listening, sure. I don't want anyone to think that we disagree or look down upon on Colin Kaepernick for what happened three years ago when he was in the NFL, for him sure. dealing with the pledge and all that stuff. Like, we understand that uh, social injustice is a huge problem in the United States, and we hope it gets better and stuff, but we also... We're not we're not talking about that now. That's not what the problem was this past weekend. Right. Right. Exactly. We're we're dealing mm-hmm. with the reality of what it is right now. We're not dealing with what it should be or what the perfect world would be. Right. And that's we're, all I was about to say. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. And so like, I just yeah, I just wanted to clear that up because I don't want anyone to be like, oh, well, they just. We're not here yeah. to make this a podcast about if if Kaepernick was right or wrong. Right. You right. can believe what you want to believe. Personally, I don't care if he's kneeling, but that's just me. Right. So, again. Think what you want to think. It doesn't matter to me, one way or the other. Right, but just um, you said like like why they did the workout. I think what you said is a hundred percent. They got to teams didn't want to bring them in because of what comes what comes with them, right? So like this is this is my big point. I've got it here. Mm -hmm. It says big thought. Okay, I've got stars around it, so it's important. Okay, I like this is the biggest takeaway from this. Nobody wants a second-string quarterback that's going to bring the drama of a star player on your team. He will, he'll come onto your team, and he'll be the backup quarterback that most likely will not get on the field. And he's going to be just as much of a drama problem as Odell Beckham or right. Antonio and so Brown. That- the teams have to decide if they want to take that on. Yeah, and so like for for the people that want to blow me up and just be like, oh, he went to the Super Bowl. He was okay. Look, like Jackson said earlier, multiple people that went and seen his workout said that he looked like a good second string quarterback. I'll I'll accept that. Someone said yeah. he had an elite arm talent, but this was just a workout. What did he do in the NFL three years ago? Which by the way, he hasn't played in in three years, like I just said. So because he's been of, off the field yeah. for three years. And so, do you think you're better now than you used to be? Probably not. Last 11 starts, he was 1-10. His last 16 starts, he was 3-13. Okay? All right? He went to the Super Bowl. After that, he just wasn't the same. Right. He he wasn't that good. He lost his job to Blaine Gabbert twice, who was garbage. Yeah, Blaine Gabbert. It, <laughs> was a t- yeah. Lost Blaine his Gabbert. job, Jackson. Blaine um, Gabbert won the job from him. I know, I know. Now, up until him missing this workout, I was all for Kaepernick getting a shot, competing for a, a backup job, maybe even competing for a starting job somewhere. Who knows? Maybe he's gotten better in the last three years. I don't know. I, I haven't seen his workouts. I was with him getting his opportunity because, again, and I've said this before, I didn't have a problem with his with his drama or anything. It didn't doesn't bother me personally. That's just my personal belief. But when you miss your opportunity at a workout, that that to me erases his 
it, not I'm not gonna say it erases all of his all he's done because he's done some stuff off the field that I think is important, but I think it takes away a platform that he any platform that he could have had before to stand on. Well, Saying that just, he wanted a chance, wanted an opportunity. He yeah. got it, but he didn't show up. He's splitting everyone because in, in the beginning, everyone's like, okay, Cap's going to get his chance. This is it. We'll see what happens, right? Right. And so everyone's hoping that he does good and gets his deal, right? Yeah. But he split everyone. He split all the that group of people, that fan base of people that were thinking that. He split it in half to one half is like, the NFL just doesn't want him in there, right? The NFL just doesn't want him there, and everyone's hating the NFL. And right. then he split the other half to, well, you obviously don't want to play football, but if football was your most important thing, if that was the most important thing to you was getting on a team, which is what he said, mm -hmm. then you would have gone to that tryout. Yeah. You know? He, like he, You're right. He split him down the middle. And so he's just not, he's not helping. Eight teams cared enough. Like, you, you upset people immediately by moving that. Yeah, especially that that close to what was already a scheduled workout. Right. An hour and a half. That is not time for – that's barely time for them to drive right. to the so, new venue. So I want you to listen to who showed up. Um, The Chiefs, they don't mm -hmm. want a quarterback, okay? Um, The Jets, I think they like Sam Darnold. They do, but again, they're looking for a backup job. I And – okay, okay. Looking for a backup. Right. Um the Bills the Bills need someone, right? Yeah. The I feel uh, like they're pretty invested in Josh Allen at the moment, but they can I think they need someone. Yeah. Uh the Chargers. We're gonna talk about Phillip Rivers later. Yeah. Um the Titans, I think we're gonna get Tannehill, but Kaepernick doesn't fit what we'd want to do. Right. Like, it's kinda of, not that RPO yeah. kind of Just, style. Yeah. Um as a backup maybe, but I don't think the Titans want that drama. Like I said earlier, you don't want that drama right. with the second string. Um, 49ers showed up. He okay. has history with the 49ers. That makes sense. He could go be a backup with 49ers. It'd be perfect. Um, the Redskins are in desperate need of a savior. Yeah, they would be looking at any and all options. That makes sense. Yeah, and he could come in and he could, since he is a vet, I think he could help Haskins. Yeah. And then lastly, the Lions, Matthew Stafford's going to be there for forever, but backup. Currently hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Potential backup. So so that's it. So, it, like, you get you got eight teams out of 25 to change. Yeah. It's crazy, you, crazy, crazy. He obviously didn't win in this. No. Like, he controlled, no, he he's controlling can... the narrative, but he, he's yeah. not going to win with this. Sure, and I think you, uh, bottom line, and we'll move, move on to Hometown Heroes, but bottom line, we both think that he made a mistake by missing this workout. Is that right? Yeah, I, if you want the job, you just kind of have to go, you know? Agreed. Agreed. You have as, to do that. Yeah, as long, as long as this is the only difference in the liability waiver... Like, you don't get a job, you can't sue them. You've already sued them, and the collision thing's done. Like, I don't see any other reason. If you really want to play football, you should go. That's just that's just what I think. Yeah, that's what I think. All right, let's get into some hometown heroes. A uh, brand new segment that we've kind of uh, put together instead of doing kind of separate ones and making it a little more long-winded. Me and Lucas each talk about our favorite hometown teams. Me talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Lucas talking about the Tennessee Titans, which I'm curious to see what he has to say. Santa by this week, so we'll see. Um, you want to go first? 
Or you want me to go first? You're up. You're up first. Your your three things you liked and didn't like. Might I got it. Into. Okay. So so I made this list earlier on today, and, and especially while watching the game, I'm gonna go over my three things that I did like, and I'll try and keep it brief. <clears throat> Number one, the Dak attack, Lucas. Played Dak good. Prescott. Yes, Dak Prescott is leading the NFL in passing yards. I don't think I've ever seen the Cowboys quarterback leading the NFL in passing yards. Yeah. Not while Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes and on like Good Morning Football or whatever. Yes. One of them said that Dak needs to be I think that's where it was. It was that her first take. I don't know. All these ESPNs, they just run together, man. All the colors blend. Anyways, anyways. The important thing is that they are saying that Dak belongs in the MVP conversation now. In the know, conversation. That was, that, was, that was part of my that was part of my uh Dak attack like. Ooh. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. So I, 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 I didn't know if you'd heard it. Well, you just, you've been so busy lately. I didn't know if you <laughs> I were been, I have been busy. No, I got you. I, I appreciate you looking out for me, though. Yeah. So, Dak Attack is absolutely real, okay? He went 29 to 46, so we're throwing the ball a lot, for 444 yards and three touchdowns, Lucas. He is playing on fire. Fun fact, also, that he's, he, uh, they're saying that he should be in the MVP, MVP conversation. I don't hate that personally. I love it. <laughs> that is my quarterback being in the MVP conversation. Anyway, uh, he did you know, Lucas, he is the first Cowboy in franchise history with 3,000 pass yards at the 10-game mark of the regular season? The first Cowboy. I did not. You know, Tony Romo probably would have done it, but he I don't think he ever made it through a whole season without being injured. But um, he, did a, he did a couple times, but... A, it was a joke. I see what you're going there. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it, dog. Um, but yeah, that's that's over. Rush Staubach, Tony Romo, Troy Aikman, none of them have done this before, and Dak's only getting better. So that's what everyone like. Dak's playing absolutely well. The Lions are basically daring us to beat him through the air, and we did. Uh, number two, we have more than one receiver, Lucas, that and I plus. love that. That is, that a, is plus. a plus. Uh, Michael Gallup, okay, had nine catches for a buck forty-eight. Randall Cobb had four catches for a buck fifteen. Picked him up in fantasy. That's a good pickup, solid pickup. Okay, and you sh- you should be starting him. He's playing incredibly well. But uh, so the fact that we have more than one receiver who can catch the ball is amazing. I think Gallup uh, is personally. I think this. I think we have the number one and number two best wide receivers in the NFC East, and I don't think that's stretching. Um, yeah, NFC East, not NFL. Okay. Yeah, well, when you said yeah. in, I was like, what? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna say anything that would be that blast. Deshaun Jackson. Okay, Deshaun Jackson's been hurt. Okay, and he's a little bit older. All right, I would take a Michael Gallup right now over Deshaun Jackson, even if Deshaun Jackson was healthy. I know you're looking at me crazy. Keep going. Uh, you're delusional. All right, number three. We are still in first place. Okay, it's a competitive division. We should be eight and two right now, but we're six and four. The Eagles are behind us at five and five. Um, there is still hope for the playoffs. We have to win the division if we want to make the playoffs, but there is still hope. Those are my three likes. Getting into the dislikes now. Zeke isn't eating. He's not. He's not eating the Fruit Loops. He's not eating the the cornflakes, the 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 frosted anything. He's not eating at all. He's he, this is um, the first time in his career he's had fewer than 50 rushing yards in back-to-back games. That's his first time in his career that this has happened. Yo, I want to know. 60, sorry. What? I, I, I just want to know, is it because the defenses are stacking on him, or is it I think it's a combination. Problem? 
I think it's a combination of things. He had 16 carries for 45 yards, and he had one touchdown that came from the goal line. But he also fumbled on the very first play of the game. Yeah. Right? Ripped Put us in a fantasy. hole early. Yeah, exactly. Ripped to the fantasy. So to address your point, I think it's a combination of things. One, I think it's the defense is saying, okay, historically the Cowboys go as Zeke goes. If Zeke is running the ball effectively, play action opens up. The tight ends are able to get a little more wide open. Cooper's able to get one-on-ones down the field. It helps everything. That And that's true in all cases of the NFL. If you're running the ball well with, say, Dalvin Cook or Zeke or Dalvin Kamara, whoever it is, Saquon Barkley, it's going to open up the rest of the field. It opens up your playbook. You don't become one-dimensional. So I think that's what some defense is doing. They're saying, Dak, you want to go earn your contract? Beat us through the air. The good thing is, that was my number one like, Dak is beating you through the air. Okay, multiple games with 400 yards this season. He's leading the NFL. Uh, number two thing I dislike, or actually a number two combination of what I was talking about previously. One about the defenses. Two, I don't know. I, some of this problem has to be on Zeke as well, right? Like I, his cuts just don't seem to be as fluid. And again, I don't know if that's just uh, all of the. the he got the a little injury, you back think? In the box. I don't know if he's nursing something. I'm not sure, but he seems. He seems a little bit off, but when he's catching the ball in open space, he made a beautiful catch against the Lions earlier on later, right? Caught a little screen, one-handed, got back on his feet. He wasn't, you know, he avoided stumbling and hit the acceleration button, hit the afterburners to get to the end zone. So I think, you know, I think it's our offensive line has been, our line's been pretty banged up. The defense is low in the box. Maybe he's missing a little bit of a step, but for whatever reason, he's not eating. And if we need, if we're going to make it far in the playoffs, we have to get Zeke going. We have to figure that out. Number two thing I just liked, another slow start. Three points in the first quarter. This is three weeks in a row, folks. <laughs> yeah, three weeks in a row. Fumbled the very first play. We had an interception on the very first play a couple weeks ago against the Giants. We're punting on the third drive. We get a field goal on the second. It's just we're starting slow. It takes forever to get the engine going, going, and warmed up. And – that is gonna. That is our a huge problem for us because we are not winning games against teams that are above five hundred. We're not beating Green Bay. We're not beating New Orleans. Um, we're not beating Minnesota. And these are teams that we're gonna have to play in the playoffs, right? If we want to make it, so we have to figure out a way to start faster, get Zeke going quicker, get him going. Period, and then we'll be fine. We're we're putting up. We're averaging thirty points a game, but the thing is, most of those points are coming in the second half. We have a we have like twenty one points one quarter and three points the next. We're it's just not consistent. If we could start faster, build a lead, it really works to the scheme of this team. Let those li- defensive linemen pin their ears back. Let our uh, linebackers just roam free with their speed. Sean Lee, Jalen Smith, and Lane Vander Esch, I think the best uh, linebacking core in the NFL. Let them run around and make all their tackles. It's it helps everything out if we just start a little bit quicker. Number three thing I disliked. Hooper seems hurt. He's nursing some kind of an injury. He's got a kind of an ankle knee thing going on. He's not able to make the quick cuts on the routes that he's usually been able to. Now he did come back out on the field um, and he made a couple big plays for us. So he made a couple first downs, but they, the Lions were able to take him out of the game. And here's a, I'll, I'll end this with one overall point. The fact that the Lions were able to take Cooper out of the game one, because he's he's nursing an injury. Two, because they double covered him the entire game. 
and they're able to take Zeke away and we're still coming out with a W is huge for us overall as a franchise. So if we can figure out a way to click on all cylinders, we have the potential to make a deep run in the playoffs. But that's it for me for Hometown Heroes, my three likes and dislikes, Lucas. I love it. you have any comments? Um, I, I do want to say that your linebackers have not been that great the past like two weeks from what I've seen. I, and I don't know what's going on with them because look at them on paper. That was going to be one of my other points. Defense has been kind of – Yeah, and it's it's like some little iffy. Part of that, but I think part of that too comes from they're on the field quite a bit and mm-hmm. if we're not sustaining drives early and gassing them before the first half, It's um, that leads to a bit of a problem. But you're yeah. right. Yeah, they haven't been – performing on the level that you would expect those three names to well yeah just not not even like they did earlier in the year there seems to be something a little a little weird lately vander esch coming off a concussion protocol he's coming off a kind of a neck injury as well sean lee obviously is a little older but he still has a quick step jalen smith's right. doing all he can but it's good a combination news. Of yeah good news is I, I did see that uh jason garrett had a, a meeting with the players he did he did and um took some responsibility for some stuff and apparently the team responded really well so um, it was well received so that's good um so the second part of the hometown heroes is obviously the tennessee titans jackson yeah what as are you much talk as about everyone had a bye week look 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 this is what you need to know we okay. control yeah. our own learn, destiny learn right? me something lucas this is it the titans control it all buddy all right so I'm I'm sitting here. I'm evaluating. It's that time. There's six weeks left. Mm-hmm. I think that's correct. It's time to start looking at yeah. who's going to make the playoffs, right? And so yeah. I'm I'm sitting here and I'm evaluating my team's road to the playoffs. And I'm gonna lay it out for you. There's two ways you can make the playoffs, Jackson. What are they? Well, you win the division or you get a wild card spot. Boom. There you go. All right. So I'm gonna lay out how either one of those can happen. Number one. Okay. The division. So. The AFC South division, the Colts are in first place at six and four. Yeah. The Texans are in second place at six and four, but the Colts yeah. won their matchup. Um, the Titans are in third at five and five. Right behind them. Jacksonville is at fourth at four and six. Okay. Yeah, so two games. Extremely separate. close. I think it's the closest division yeah. in football. It um, is. And I've said that all year. Like the most competitive within themselves, they're always like that. Um so in terms of the division, right? So, to win the division is what I mean. Uh, here's what the Titans play. So, the Pli- Titans play the Colts. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, if we beat the Colts, that's one loss for the Colts. Then they're 6-5. and five. Yeah. And then they play some other teams like the Bucks, the Saints, and the Panthers. So, we win, and then they lose two games. Like, can you see the Colts losing to the Bucks, the Saints, or the Panthers? Like, I can that's their harder yeah. teams that they play. I think so. Definitely to the Saints, and then for to sure the to Panthers the for sure. Game. Um, I think yeah. the Bucks could put up points on them more than they could keep up with, potentially. Yeah, yeah. So those are some uh, uh, some tougher games. Yeah. So if the Colts lose three games or nine seven, they're done, right? Uh, the Texans. We play the Titan. They play the Titans twice. Mm-hmm. If we win, you know, let's just say we win one of those. They still have to play the Colts. Okay. Yeah, that's a tough game. Yeah, that's another tough game for the Colts, too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Colts will win that, though, so I didn't put it. They have to play the Patriots, and then they have to play the Broncos and the Buccaneers. Yeah. So they're 6-4. and four. 
They're going to lose to the Patriots. That's a loss. So then they have five losses. Let's say they lose to us both times. That's seven. They're out of the playoff race. Or if they, yeah. Yeah. Well, if they lose to us <laughs> once and then they lose to the Colts, they're nine and seven. They're out of the playoff race. Right. Yeah. So. If they split that, yeah. Right. And I think I think we will split it, especially with how close it's going to be. And their defense is looking a little sus after last week. I know they played the Ravens, which is like super number one, number one offense yards. right now. Yeah. Yeah. But like. J.J. White's gone. Jadavion Clowney's gone. That's always been our big problem going against them. It's been those those edge guys. Yeah, those Their secondary is pretty weak. Mm-hmm. And we beat them last year with Blaine Gabbard. Come at me. All right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Blaine Gabbard. I can't believe he was in the NFL. Okay, yeah, so, so, so honestly, we could win the division, right? Mm-hmm. Um, There is a path. There is a path. When you look at the wild card, all right, so the Buffalo Bills are number one wild card team right now. They're seven, seven and three. three. They need to lose four games. Um, They play the Broncos, the Cowboys, so they're going to lose the Cowboys. They yeah, play the Ravens, dumb. they're going to lose the Ravens. Dumb. Okay. They play the Patriots, they're going to lose to the Patriots. Patriots That's three. Yeah. So then they, they need to lose one more game to get out of the playoffs. Do you think they might lose a game to the Jets, to the Steelers, or to the Broncos? The One Bills? Of those three teams might, yeah. Honestly, yeah, I don't think they make it. Personally, okay. personally, I don't. Um, I I think the Raiders are going to be a wild card team. But, Isn't that a surprise? Yeah, that, that is crazy. But the Raiders are 6-4 and four right now, so they need to lose three games. The Raiders play uh, the Chiefs. They're going to lose that. That's one. They play yeah. the Titans. We control our own destiny, Jack. That's what I'm saying. We play all these you gotta, teams. You got to beat the Raiders, man. All you right? got to beat them. Boom, that's two. And then they play the Chargers, Broncos, Jaguars, and Jets. And I could see any of those teams beat them. Yeah, but I, uh, man. They play the Chargers? I, yeah, that's they already beat them once. The Broncos? A tougher game, but I think it's winnable. Um, Yeah, right. Like, these are all yeah. close games. Jacksonville could beat them, you know? Right, you, you never know. who. It depends on who shows up that Sunday. Yeah, exactly. And so, like... I think they'll probably end up going ten and six, but there's a chance. I'm holding out hope. There is a chance. I'll give you that. There is a chance. And then the other wild card team, the last one, is the Steelers at five and five. So well, they I only... think they're gonna lose several games now that they yeah. don't have Pouncey. And they only need to lose two more yeah, games. Yeah. And they play the Browns, they'll lose that. They play the Cardinals, they might lose that, as sad as that is. They play the Bills, they might lose that, although I'd love them to beat the Bills. Yeah, and then they play the it's, Jets and the Ravens, and they're definitely going to lose to the Ravens. So I think yeah, it's I think it's the Steelers. Yeah, I think the Steelers and the Bills are out of the wild card race, and I okay. think you're looking at the the Raiders as the number one wild card team, and the Titans, and then you're looking at the Titans making it into the wild card or the runner up in the AFC South being like Houston or the Colts if the Titans yeah. were to win. Okay. Boom. See, but okay. we we play we play all these teams. We play the Texans. You, we play the Texans yeah. twice. They only need to lose three times. Yeah, you control your own destiny, That's Lucas. That's it. See, so I just you wanted. I just wanted. Destiny. You know, I, all these all these people call me crazy. I just want everyone to know that like it is very real. And Ryan Tannehill's been playing out of his mind. You guys are coming off a huge win against Kansas City. The right. confidence is through the roof. He absolutely won that locker room with his last with his fourth quarter comeback drive. So it's. Three and one. All hands are at deck. Three and one. You're well rested. Here we go. He's three and one. All right. Um, I will say we play. Uh, we play Jacksonville. I think we win that. 
and I think we, so too. And then we play the Colts. That's a tough game. Yeah, we play in Indy. It's always a tough game against the Colts, yeah. Right. So, uh, T.Y. Hilton's hurt right now. If they don't have him, I think we definitely win, though. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's. I'm, I'm assuming we win that because they beat us earlier and we got a different quarterback now and the whole team's playing better because of it. Um, after that, we play the Raiders in Oakland, Ooh. which is going to be a hard be a good game. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be, be a hard, hard game, game, honestly. Um, Josh Jacobs is no scrub. No, but I I think we're better than them. That that's just me. Um, yeah, I feel the our feel our the defense. I think our defense can hold them. They don't have anything at wide receiver that really scares me. Yeah, well you you went you beat Kansas City, so I, I I'm done doubting you. That's you beat it. Kansas right. City. Can't can't so. doubt me no more. <laughs> um, and then after the Raiders, we have uh Texans, Saints, Texans. Ooh, that's a that's a really hard stretch there. So we can lose one game through, That's through this whole deal. Oh, Lucas! Because <laughs> you, well, you know, we know all the all the Texans fans and Colts fans are saying, "Well, hey, they've only got to lose two games, and yeah. they'll be out." And who are they going to lose to? Are they going to lose to the Colts? Are they going to lose to the Saints? The Texans? Who they have to play twice? The Texans are different right Colts now than they were before, the, though. And if you beat the Colts and split the series with the Texans and beat the Raiders, you're in because you're going to lose against the Saints. No, we won't. Okay, Lucas. All right. We 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 won't lose. We won't lose against Saints. I got this. We won't lose. Now we might lose to Jacksonville Sunday, but we won't lose to the Saints. <laughs> and that is how the AFC South makes perfect sense, apparently. All right. All right. All right. Okay. What's next? So, brother? anyways, look. I don't know why Jackson has to do this. Like, what's our next topic? Like, I don't know when we're transitioning. All right. If y'all haven't noticed, we do like a. We we wink at each other and do and Jackson does this creepy smile at me when it's time to change. He doesn't really do that, but like I would way rather do something like that than just what's our next topic? All right, I'm I'm putting that down as a comment on our YouTube video. Never mind, Jackson's not a good winker. For anyone watching on YouTube, he's a terrible winker. I was making um, it obvious. So take it or leave it is next, Jackson. Oh, this is my favorite topic. I love take it or leave it. So take it or leave it for anyone that doesn't know is a um. It's a little section we do. All right, I come up with about five things or whatever. I take it or leave it, kind of hot topic deals, whatever. And they're always a good time. They're always a fun time. Jackson loves them. Okay. I do love them. Lucas makes me happy with take it or leave it. Uh, I think I got some decent ones today. I got to make up. Last week I didn't think it was too good, but I think they're pretty good this week. So number one, Jackson. Hit me with it. Take it or leave it. Tom Brady is the problem with the Patriots offense. Leave it. Leave it? Absolutely leave it. How dare you suggest that the GOAT is a problem? No, 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 no. this ain't me suggesting stuff. Don't act like I'm suggesting things. Because okay. I okay. get to take it or leave it, too. And Anyone who suggests that the GOAT is himself a problem with any type of offense is kidding themselves. Max Absolutely Kellerman. leave it. Okay, well, Max Kellerman needs to... I don't know, dude. He's, He's the, doing a job or something. Well, they, they call him, like, Max Ledgerman. Because he always says Brady's coming up on a ledge. Yeah, and Brady continues to defy... Yeah, time itself. Well, I'm also I'm also gonna leave it just because like him and Wentz didn't play that great the other day. But what does Brady have? Granted, what does Wentz have? His wide receivers can't catch the ball, but I think Wentz is extremely overrated, and I think Tom Brady is the goat. So come at me. <laughs> um, next, take it or leave it. It's kind of a two parter. All right. Okay. Uh, so the first part, take it or leave it. Philip Rivers 
needs to retire at the end of this year. Ooh. Or next year. I'll I'll give you this year or you next. Give me year. this year or next year. Yeah, because uh, I'm <sighs> take it or leave it. He needs to retire within the next year and a half. Within the next year, within the next year and a half. I'm gonna say leave it. I think he could. I think he could play for three more. I I I don't know if he should. But I I feel for the guy because I really think he's gonna end up being one of the greatest to never win it. You know, he's come so close. I saw a stat that he has lost 61 games by seven or fewer points. I've got that all written down right here for the next part. Yeah. Yeah. He he is so close in so many games. He threw four interceptions last night. And, you know, I'm going to say leave it. I think he still has a couple left in the tank. And I think he could – I think the Chargers, with what they have on their roster, are capable of greatness. They just got to put it together. I'm taking it. You're taking it. Okay. He needs to. He yeah. Needs to like, go. like if, but I kind of have like, if he's going to stay with the chargers, if he wants to stay with the chargers, I think he needs to leave next year. Probably. Um, okay. if he wants to go to another team and I can see that maybe, but I just don't, I, he just, he's not going to get it done with the chargers. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, I, number one, I don't think the chargers should have left San Diego. Yeah. I, think I they had a good thing going in San Diego. I think they had a great fan base. They were always showing up. And now they're in home games and most of the most of the jerseys are for the other team. Yeah. It's and, pitiful. And so I don't think uh I don't think their coach can get them over the top. I don't think Philip Rivers has it in him to get them over the top anymore either. Uh okay. he's got seven interceptions in the last two games. I watched him last night on Monday night football throw a chance ball. Up to Austin Eckler, I believe, and like a yeah. linebacker, like someone else is just bigger than him, and I'm just like, I mean, I know you're kind of under some pressure and a little bit, but it's time to, it's time to throw the ball away, my man. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing, Philip? You're killing me. I need you. To, I want. You, I wanted them to beat the Chiefs because it's cool to see, it's cool to see big teams like that get beat, and he's going down this awesome, one or two minute drive, and just completely destroys it so you brought up the stat of the 61 games right so i took it a little farther all right so my next question take it or leave it rivers it is officially okay to label philip rivers as a choke artist or as a choker okay so this this is why listen 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 okay he's lost 61 games in his career by a touchdown or less okay yeah that is out of 223 games that is 27%. That is four games a year on average he loses by a touchdown or less. Yeah. yeah. And I last night, sorry to interrupt you a little bit, Um, but la- I think last night just showed it like a dude went down the field and just choked. He yeah. just lost the game. Your team's kept you in it. You've thrown three interceptions, and you want to throw a fourth one to lose? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I think you have to take it at this point. I mean – I remember watching him when I was in high school and he would get so close, right? He would beat Peyton Manning in the playoffs. You're like, Oh, here come the chargers. Then he'd go to Foxborough, right? Or he'd go to Baltimore and then he would lose a very, very easy game. He's gotten, I think the AFC championship once or twice. He's been close, but just no cigar and choking, man, just choking. You know, if you lose 61 games in your career, 
27 percent by four a touchdown a or fewer and I, and not yeah four per year and not all of that's your fault of course like you know you've had bad defenses you've had bad receivers at times right you know whatever but a certain percentage of that has to be your fault doesn't it well i mean like i can think of two off the top of my head recently like last okay night. last night obviously like he that was his chance right like yeah and then the other ones against the Titans, like you got a chance to come down the field and you just get you get stopped four plays in a row on the goal line. And I get yeah. that you ran every single one of those, but mm-hmm. you can audible. You're Philip Rivers. If you want to pass the ball, you tell the coach you want to pass the ball and you pass it in there and you win the game for him. Right. Yeah. So two but, games there. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so I'll say take it. Crazy stuff, man. He's gonna be one of the best to never do it. Yeah, I heard I heard sixty one and I was like, How many games has he played? Two hundred and twenty three. That's like twenty seven point thirty five percent, which is like four point three games a year. Absolutely That's wild. insane. Numbers don't lie. So uh take it or leave it, Mr. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tua's newest injury, right? You know about it, right? His... Yeah, he's got the hip pointer, yeah. I think, is what it uh, is. So Take it or leave it, Tua's newest injury will keep him from getting drafted in the first round. Ooh. If he comes out this year. Which he's expected to. Leave it. I think there's a chance he falls late. I don't know if a top team like a, you know, like a San Francisco or a New Orleans now or... um you know, even even somebody like a uh, like a like a LA, like even the Rams, like whoever. But I, I don't think that they wouldn't take one. They wouldn't take Tua if they if it falls to him. I think he's going to fall in the draft significantly because of this. And there obviously is a chance that he falls out of the first round. But Tua being the special talent that he is, I think even if he's injured and you have a quarterback like let's say an Aaron Rodgers, who you are confident in having for the next three to four years and let Tua develop, then you might take a chance and grab Tua. At the very least, you so, can use him as draft ammunition or as a um, trade ammunition later. Well, right, but if all the other... My thing is just, so he's had... He hurt his hand. Yeah. And then he's hurt both of his ankles and had surgery on both of them. And now this hip thing has happened within a year and a half span. Like he's yeah. made it through a season and a half, and he's had four injuries, and that's just that's just wild, right? Yeah, like like it's, that it's is crazy. That's why I think he needs to go somewhere and sit for two years. I just wonder and if he's brittle though, like if he's just brittle. Maybe you know, maybe he might be, but I think he needs to go to a place where he could have the opportunity to learn and not be shoved into the fire straight away. I mean, you know, there's different quarterbacks that have been able to do that, like. Aaron Rodgers, for example, sat behind Brett Favre for four years, and when he came out and he was ready, he was absolutely lights out. Yeah, but did he have injury issues in college? No, he didn't, but I think Tua, because he's had injury injury issues, can benefit from sitting for two years and learning the speed of the game. Not all quarterbacks – a lot of quarterbacks right now are getting thrown to the fire, right? Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield. Um, right, but the injury thing is not something that goes away when you go into the NFL or if you no, sit on the No, but you allow him to years. fully heal up. Being in a program like Alabama, you can't afford to not be on the field, so maybe he got back on the field before he was fully ready is my point. 
So you well, give the, him the hip. Injury. The hip wasn't related, Danny, to his other injuries, though. No, and the but, hand wasn't related to the ankles. No, but you being maybe he wasn't all the way healthy to begin with is what I'm saying. And you give him a year or two to rest, and you give him a year or two to learn the speed of the game and to learn the playbook. And if you have Drew Brees, who's going to retire in two years, or Aaron Rodgers, who's going to retire in four years, then you take a chance on him late in the first round. Why not? Unless there's somebody else that you specifically want. I'm leaving it, too. You're at least going to look at him. Yeah, I'm leaving it, too, just because I think think someone would uh, take a chance on him and stuff. Um, My next thing is also about two. Take it or leave it. If Tua's stock drops out of the top ten, which I personally think it has, uh, should he just wait and play another year in Alabama? Mm. Because, you know, that money's different. Marcus Mariota, you know, second number two overall pick. That man made like 25 mil this year. Um, I'm going to say leave it because I think he, if you have an opportunity to be a first-round pick, period, that is huge. And um, the different advantages that you get in your contract being a first-round pick, um, it's worth it. Um, it's I think he this honestly could be a blessing in disguise because I think he could end up falling to a really good team where he could sit behind somebody for a year or two and learn the speed of the game and figure it out. Um, But obviously he's going to have to come to that decision, but next year you're competing against Trevor Lawrence because Trevor Lawrence isn't going to, he's going to come out after his junior year. Right. So maybe it could be two of Trevor um, as number one and number two quarterbacks coming out because who's coming out this year, right? It's a, Burrow, yeah, Jalen Burrow. Hurts. Jalen Hurts, then you got the guy from Oregon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the top three. And Tua, obviously, top four. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I don't know. I think I think you just go – I think we have an opportunity to go in and make money for your passion. You do it. Um. Because who knows? Because who knows? Like you said, if he is brittle, right? He stays one more year with Alabama, tears his ACL, and falls to like the fourth or fifth round. And yeah, I'm taking it. You're taking it. I'm, I'm taking it because if he can go and he can play a year at Alabama and prove that he's not brittle and he can go a year without being hurt, I think he goes number one overall probably. And Possibly. that's a that's a huge money difference from like the twentieth pick or whatever, especially because you're a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he could fall to a better team and get in a better situation or whatever. But you know, look and look at the money deal in a football and in a, in a sport such as football, where one hit Alex and Smith he could also could end run career. And he could also run the risk where one more hit ends his career at Bama, and he never sees a snap in the NFL. That's true. So that's just a decision he's going to have to weigh, which I'm sure he's thinking about, and he's got people talking to him about. Last one, Mr. Jackson. Take it or leave it. The Ravens are the best team in the NFL. Leave it. Leave it. I think they're on an incredibly hot streak, and I think they are an incredibly well-put-together football team. I think adding Marcus Peters has revolutionized that defense and given them the ability to play man coverage deep down the field letting their linebackers and defensive linemen, uh, their pass rushers do a lot of the work. Um, we saw that was evident yesterday against, or two days ago against Houston. They had like something ridiculous, like eight or nine sacks, maybe a little bit more. 
Um, but I don't. They're on a roll right now, but I don't buy them as the best team in the NFL yet. I don't. I, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of competition for the top four. I don't think anybody's a clear-cut favorite yet. Yeah, I'm also going to leave it for the same reasons. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to say that they're by far and away the best team. Um. So, quick recap of our picks from last week. So, uh, okay, Georgia and Auburn played. Georgia won that. Oklahoma and Baylor played. Oklahoma in a stunner came back on that. That was crazy. Um, yeah. The Cowboys beat the Lions. The Ravens beat the Texans. The Patriots beat the Eagles. The Chiefs beat the Chargers. And the Browns knocked Kevin Rudolph in the head and defeated the Steelers. <laughs> yes, they did. Um, uh, I probably shouldn't be laughing about that. But. Yeah, so that brings our record. I am 42-35. and 35. I went 6-1, and one, Jackson. Do you know what you went? 7-0. I... Did I really get all of them right? 43 cool. and 34, my man. Seven so you, you got a one-game lead on me. You It's the first perfect week out of all of us this whole time. Uh, so fitting. That is for me. You're welcome. It's you just because... No. No. It's just because it was a... It was an odd week in the NFL. What was it? Like week 11? Yeah. yeah. Odd, odd numbers, man. Who cares about them? Okay? <laughs> all right, dude. Um, So the new rankings did come out before we did the podcast tonight. Uh, so I was able to get the updated rankings for our college games today. It is number eight, Penn State, at number two, Ohio State, Mr. Jackson. Ohio State. Same. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Ohio State, I think they're, you know, I, I would love to see an Ohio State LSU national championship, and I think there's a good chance we get that. That's what we're going to see, and it, it'll be awesome. Um. Texas at number 13, Baylor. So Texas was ranked when I wrote this down, and then they became unranked <laughs> about an hour ago. So uh, My head is down. I am upset, losing a lot of close games this year. <sighs> My Longhorns just haven't been the same since I left. I think that's just what it is. Um, Baylor. Ooh. So I'm picking the Texans. Picking the Longhorns, you're not picking the Texans. That's a huge team. I'm picking Texas. Sorry, don't, I read. Be, so, don't be so disrespectful, Lucas. Disrespectful? Yeah, Who's been more successful the past like four years in a row? Or actually, what was it? The Texans haven't had a winning season in like ten years. <laughs> again, the Longhorns. <laughs> the Texas. Longhorns. I'm so you're sorry. You're being disrespectful. I did I it again. You. I'm sorry. Yes, your team's you bad, and I don't care enough to. <laughs> what is your team? Tennessee, the Vols. What about them? Oh, they're bad. No, they're real bad. Yeah, they are. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so don't talk about that. Okay, we've been ranked this year. Okay, let's... You're Next not game. ranked now. <laughs> no, we're not, but we were at one point, which more than I can say for the Tennessee Volunteers. Yeah. Okay, you're getting me going. Here we look, go. Look, what people thought the team was and what they really are is a big difference. I'm picking you to beat number 13, Baylor. I don't know what you want I from me. I appreciate that, but it's just not going to happen. Look, every time I see Texas, I want to say the Texans. It's just a habit. Okay, I'm sorry. I know that J.J. Watt has given you PTSD for a long time. Hey, he's not here anymore, all right? Yeah, I actually don't know if we've had to play him like the past two years in a row. Counting this hey, year. He was, hurt. he was hurt last year for a bit, yeah, too. Yeah, crazy stuff. Um, So on to the NFL great. games. Uh, Jaguars at the Titans. I have the Titans, of course. I got Tennessee. Ooh. All right, what about the Cowboys at the Patriots? Oh, my God. You're going to make me do it, aren't you? I did it already. You're going to make me do it, Luke. I got the Patriots, buddy. 
Do you care more about your record or your pride? <laughs> I picked the Titans against the Chiefs last week. Yes, I you also did. We made a, I picked the Titans over the Chargers, bet. and you split, and I won that one too. What's up? You did, you did, you did win that one. Um, this is going to be an incredibly, incredibly tough game, especially being at Foxborough right uh, before Thanksgiving. But I'll go. tell you what, I have faith. In my boys, I will not waver <laughs> like Lucas has and pick other teams against his home team. I will show faith every single time. And if that causes me to have a losing record at the end of the season, well, so be it. I will still be a Cowboys fan. Lucas is And not you'll be a loser a, just like Lucas, all the other Cowboy fans. Lucas and the is team not itself. here a Titans fan as I am a Cowboys fan because I pick them every single time. That's so false. Just because he doesn't have he doesn't have faith in his team. I just He's use a phony. I use logic. What a phony! Yeah, I don't even know what happens. Whoever wins this, like what they get or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna have to figure um, that out. <laughs> but I did win a bet, my guy, with the Kansas City Chiefs losing. Uh, anyways, um, gonna get the wins and wins. Packers at the 49ers. I've got the 49ers. Let me guess. That bad man. With that bad man, Aaron Rodgers, do you not have faith? No, I don't have faith. Do you in not Matt... have faith? Me neither. I'm picking the 49ers. <laughs> Good, because I, I, don't, I don't have faith in Matt LeFleur. LeFleur. Yeah, no, I think the 49ers are uh, they're stacked right now. They're playing incredibly well, incredibly good defense. I don't think Matt LeFleur's got a scheme that could beat Kyle Shanahan. No. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think the Packers are as good as their record. But, you know, it, technically record speaks for itself, so it's whatever. LeFleur. Uh, Colts at the Texans, Jackson. Sean Watson rebounds. Houston at home. I got the Colts. <sighs> better coach, better team overall. I think Deshaun Watson is going to have a good showing. We're splitting a lot on here. Ravens at the Rams? Ravens. Man, that was the quickest one you've done. Mar Jackson. Marcus yeah. Peters. I'm also going Ravens just because I don't know what the Rams are doing with their lives. All right. Uh, Todd Gurley had 97 rushing yards. Yeah, he's had one good game all year. Yep, that's it. Now, if he's going to hit his form, now's the time. Mm-hmm. I think they're 5-5. Five and five. Maybe. Competing for a wild card. Don't hold me to that. The NFC looks hard, bro. It is insane. Absolutely insane right now. It's kind of like the West in basketball. Just that is ridiculous. it. My notebook is even out of paper. That was my last piece of paper. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go wow. chop down a tree in the back and make some make some old papyrus. Can Actually, you, I don't think the Egyptians made papyrus with uh with trees, but you know we're not gonna you, talk about can that. Can you send me some? I'm out of paper too, dog. No, bro. I'd appreciate that. Um, quick reminder for anyone: uh, next week is our Thanksgiving episode. All right. Yeah, 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 so yeah, if yeah, you, yeah, yeah. If you liked our if you liked our Spooktober episode, you should like the Thanksgiving episode, of course. All right. Jackson's gonna dress up as a uh. We'll have a, a lot turkey. to be thankful. I actually don't know if Jackson's dressing up at all, but we'll we'll One see what happens. We'll be dressing we, up as something. So you should might. definitely tune in youtube.com slash go for two podcast to catch all the latest and greatest video content. Yeah, and then after you watch our videos, you should definitely leave a comment. Like, definitely. subscribe, tell your friends, pals. Just like Casey. Come make fun of us. It doesn't matter as long as we get a view and you leave a comment. Appreciate it. Helps out with the algorithm. Love it. Guys, thanks so much for 
watching episode watching slash listening to episode number 15 of the go for two podcast we are available where all podcasts can be heard apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and more be sure to check us on youtube at youtube.com slash go for two podcast to catch all the latest and greatest video content that we got pumping out you're gonna really like next week's episode the thanksgiving episode we'll have a lot to be thankful for um and definitely thankful for an incredible nfl season so far lots to talk about um guys thank you so much for listening lucas you got any final comments Nope. All right. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, We love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.